0: hey guys welcome to the i hope to hear this podcast and today i hope people who saw avengers endgame hear this hey guys welcome to another episode of i hope they hear this today i'm very excited about this because i've been waiting to this episode because i wanted to give the world enough time to yeah, have a chance to watch the movie that we're going to talk about. It's argu- arguably the biggest movie in 10 years because it took 10 years to build up to it, right? Do you guys know what I'm talking about? Do you know what I'm talking about, Guests Are you talking to me? <laughs> no, I was talking... I know what you're talking about. I was talking to the, the, the audience The audience. Us. I see. Okay, Are
1: you waiting for the reply? Yeah, hold on. Okay.
0: Because I, I should be asking you for an intro before I, I actually talk to you. Um... So, do you want to talk about who you are? <laughs> who, who are you? Why are you here?
1: I'm, I'm Jim James Lee. I'm here again. Oh yes, welcome back. You—it's not an invitation. <laughs> I feel like it was an obligation. So, it's right now. It's almost eleven o'clock at night, and I'm here because mm-hmm. you asked—not nicely—but I'm here anyways.
0: Yeah, that's what friendships about, right? Is it? <laughs> <laughs> but. Um, I think Jim. So Jim, if you guys remember, he was on the episode where it's still the longest episode today. It was about politics, but he's back because he has very strong feelings about this movie.
1: Correct feelings. (laughs) Correct Correct feelings.
0: Um, And I mean, the movie's been out for a while. People have been dissecting it, obviously. Um, So we kind of wanted to get into a little bit of it. And just because it's it's such a big movie, it's had such a, I mean, the MCU as a whole has had such a huge impact on contemporary culture. So, yeah, we just wanted to talk about it a little bit. So before we get into the actual movie,
1: Jim, I want to ask you, what is your, like, history with the MCU? So I actually, I'm not a big fan of, or at least I wasn't a big fan of Marvel before the movies, I remember seeing Iron Man, and uh, so Iron Man apparently wasn't that famous of a character, anyways. Not at all. Yeah, until the movies came out. But for me, when I was growing up, I was a big fan of like DC, DC Comics. uh, Big, big fan of like Batman and the Flash and stuff. Still am. Still uh, really am. Just wish, wish the movies were much better. But uh, I've seen a lot of the animated series, uh, like repeatedly, nonstop. Seen a lot of the movies that DC produces, the the cartoon animated movies. And uh, I do just enjoy sort of the genre of comic books and superheroes and uh, Marvel movies, especially. I've grown very fond of them and I've seen several of them way too many times. (laughs) So I I don't think I'm a Marvel expert, but I do think I'm pretty well... Uh, very knowledgeable, pretty knowledgeable of the MCU. What's your favorite movie of, of the lot? That's hard. That's that's really, really difficult to answer because there's so many that are good and so many that are like the first of its kind. That hmm. uh, So like I think some movies were very ambitious and they deserve to be higher on the list, like the Avengers. The first Avengers was very ambitious. Uh-huh. Uh, even like Civil War was pretty ambitious to, to have that many people fighting each other. And, and just as... Just from a storytelling perspective, it's pretty crazy. If I had to pick one that I would have to say is my favorite, I would probably say it's uh, Iron Man 1 just because it's the thing that started it all. Hmm. So that's the one I've seen a lot of. And uh, just Iron Man series, I've seen the Iron Man series more than any, uh, any other. So I'm just like the rest of the world. RDJ, 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 uh, Robert Downey Jr., he's a pretty popular character, and I really uh, like him probably probably the most. Yeah. 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 I So I have a similar history, Um I
0: just loved comic books growing up i watched a lot of the animated animated series for all the comic books so when iron man one came out it was i was very interested Mm. i i knew the character a lot of people didn't know who iron man was at Mm. the time but Mm. i was very interested and i actually was very worried early on because iron man one although that was a success the next few movies that came out it kind of put the whole mcu in question because i think the very next movie that came out was captain america no incredible hulk with ed norton that was the one after i thought that was before that was i think immediately after iron man 1 because iron man 1 makes a, iron man makes a cameo in
1: the end credit scene for, i thought i thought that was before his movie maybe i was i was mistaken which movie before iron man yeah i think his uh, his end credit scene happened uh-huh. before his movie
0: but, Maybe, okay. but regardless, yeah. that that movie came out. It was I liked the movie, but almost immediately afterwards, we knew that Ed Norton wasn't going to be the Hulk moving forward. Mm-hmm. He had quit, and the original James Rhodes, the War Machine, yeah, Terrence Howard, mm-hmm. he got canned or something. I don't know what happened. Exactly. Oh, I do. What, what, I do. He, he
1: actually says it's because of Robert Downey Jr. He was uh, he was promised certain dollar um, like a certain dollar amount for movies two and three, mm-hmm. and then uh, apparently the the movie people came back the the company and they were like we're gonna pay you less because we think it can be popular without you, and they were gonna give him way less money and give that money to Robert Downey Jr. He actually blamed R D J for huh. for his yeah for his uh, walking away from from that role. Honestly, they weren't wrong though. I mean
0: yeah <laughs> who like who even no but so with, with that happening that there was a lot of like turnovers a lot of changes kind of early on and when Iron Man 2 came out mm-hmm. with uh Don Cheadle mm-hmm. that movie I wouldn't place in one of the top MCU movies I, I, I agree I think the quality dropped a little bit from Iron Man 1 so from there because they hinted at Avengers coming together pretty early on and with that happening, I got kind of worried about what what would happen. But
1: yeah, I, I think after that, they they've been hitting home runs pretty consistently. I think before the Russos, there is some inconsistencies with the movies, but after they get on, I think they get much better and more cohesive.
0: Well, the Russos, what, what was the first movie that they directed? Wasn't it
1: Civil War? Was it was that the first one, or was it a Winter Soldier? I'm not sure. I think I, I'm pretty sure they were involved in Winter Soldier because they talk about it in some interviews. Oh
0: you're right. No, no. They did direct it. Because I uh, know because every movie they direct, yeah. they had a member of the cast of the community on as a cameo.
1: Oh yeah, yeah, yeah,
0: yeah, yeah. Abed was on Winter Soldier. Was he? Yeah. Where? He was in one
1: of the Helicarriers, Tri Carriers. He was one of the Was he a operators. bad guy? He was a good guy? I don't know. I forget. Okay. That's cool. <laughs> I think that's really, really funny. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, they had a lot of cameos in, in Endgame too. Yeah. Who was it was the uh yvette Brown, if it, if it, she was in it. Yeah, yeah. And then someone in that. Uh, the, Ken Jong, Ken Jong. You know the dean. Ken, Ken Jong was. Yeah, he yeah. was in there. Uh. But the dean was in in Iron Civil Man War. Uh, Civil War. Civil War. Yeah, he was yeah. in Civil War. I think. Yeah, really, really funny.
0: Yeah. So me and James, I got James on a community recently. So what?
1: <laughs> That's not true. <laughs>
0: <laughs> Bro, give credit where credit is due.
1: Uh, maybe. Okay. <laughs> All right. Anyway. Anyways. anyways.
0: So, um, yeah. So let's let's just talk about it
1: yeah what did you think um i don't i don't want to exaggerate it i don't want to i don't want my statement right now the one i'm about to make to seem like an exaggeration but it was the best moment of my life (laughs) at least walking out of the movie Uh that's what i felt not not to say that that's still how i feel right now because because you know hindsight and uh, of course that's pretty crazy and uh my girlfriend, Nicole, she was like, What about salvation? I had to think about it for a moment <laughs> at the end of the movie. And of course, logically, it of course it isn't, but it was so good. Mm. Uh it was the perfect ending to a decade's worth of emotional investment. Yeah. I think. Yeah. Yeah. From my perspective. And we can talk about more about what my perspective is.
0: Yeah. So I, I you know what though what's weird? From my perspective, like when I walked out of the movie, I felt a little depressed.
1: Oh yeah. Yeah, you know okay, you know you know, know what I'm talking to. about. Yeah. Yeah. I think it's because it's so emotional and it's such a such a high and low. Yeah. Yeah. I did too. I think a lot of people just felt it was a good, good movie. I enjoyed it, yeah. but
0: it just left me feeling a certain way. Yeah, yeah. yeah.
1: It it reminds me of uh, the day after the Super Bowl. The Falcons <laughs> who when they lost to the Patriots. Oh yeah. Same feeling, very similar. I don't know. That
0: was just utter devastation but with endgame there was at least some good parts you know like yeah 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 yeah. so were that was there anything about the movie that you didn't like
1: was it just all good no nothing nothing at all nothing you know so i've only seen it once and i plan to see a couple more times maybe my second and third time through it'll stuff will pop out to me but overall i think it was very very good very thoughtful and it concluded a lot of storylines and story arcs character arcs Mm -hmm. that uh, I think they did it in a really in a bunch of very, very good ways. Nothing uh, stands out to me right now. Okay, so... then this is going to be a fun podcast. Because yeah. I think there are a few things that... Nope. <laughs> a few things that they could have done better, mm, I think. Impossible. Yeah. You're so. asking for a lot, I think. <laughs> I think the world is asking for way too much. Yeah, but so... Okay. You know what the biggest one? The biggest
0: part? Uh-huh. The biggest part that I had a problem with with the movie, although overall I liked it, was Captain America's Return. So, when... After Captain America, he after they defeat Thanos, they gather all the stones and he goes back in time and mm-hmm. says, I'm going to put all the stones where they were and I'm going to come back, right? Yep.
1: Mm-hmm. But
0: how did he come back? Because they turned the machine back on and he was supposed to reappear, but he didn't. Instead, he reappeared. Well, he was a, presuming that he was there the whole time, but in a far off bench as an old man, right? So how did that happen? Because that directly contradicts the time travel rules that professor hulk set up earlier in the movie
1: i don't know this one (laughs) i don't know i actually know i've uh, seen a lot of explanations because i watch a lot of interviews with the russos because they've been explaining a lot of things but so the the biggest criticism i hear about the movie is the time travel logic yeah and first we don't know how time travel works, okay? <laughs> yeah. I'm just going to... Let's just uh, put that out there. We don't know. We don't know what the rules are of actual time travel. But some of the things that they said, said like uh, the Hulk, when he talks about how even if you go back in time, it doesn't mean your present will change. Mm-hmm. That's like a real thing. That's a, a real theory that's out there. Because the uh, Russo brothers, they actually spoke to like physicists and stuff. So that's one thing that was very important. And uh, the the scene with the Hulk, again, with uh, the the magic lady, what's her... Uh, ancient one the ancient one yeah when they were talking about that that's also a very important thing because she said you can't so when you change stuff it's making alternate timelines yeah yeah yeah. so so first i don't think we can look at this movie as a perfect time travel movie because one those don't exist and two we don't know what time travel will actually be like and three I think a lot of the things that people are complaining about can be explained by the alternate reality, the multiverse theory in comic books. So how did you get there? I don't know. No, so
0: because I actually, so we we talked about this Mm -hmm. um, because you watched the movie a day earlier than I did. Yes. And I had some theories and I actually said, I don't think they're going to time travel. Right? Sure, and that was a hope of mine. I was hoping that they wouldn't time travel because mm-hmm. whenever time travel is involved, <clears throat> things like this happen, where it just unexplainable things happen, and you're the audience is left wondering, wait, how did that happen?
1: You know. So, so what's <laughs> wrong with him going back in time uh-huh. and just living uh, that life in, in because, the space where he doesn't exist anymore? Well, that, that's the question, right? Uh-huh. Which
0: reality did he go to sure did he go to the prime timeline
1: and Live out kind of in secret as an old man So if I think about it logically, so there's two ways to me What makes more sense is somehow he, because if you if he did go back in time He would have to create it would inevitably create an alternate timeline or is it possible for him to stay in the the current one? The prime one and just live sort of secretly and trying not to affect anything. I don't know I don't know which one is more possible but the, the thing that I can't explain is, yeah, how do you get back on that bench at the lake? So I, I think I would have been okay with if
0: he's on the machine, he goes into the And he comes past, back old. And he just comes back on the machine old. That mm-hmm. would have made more sense because he decided, I'm going to come back when I'm ready, right? I think they should have done it that way. But the fact that he appeared on the
1: bench... Mm-hmm. It kind of implies that he was in the prime timeline. It does. Along. I agree. Yeah. Okay. But uh, so I don't think a good answer makes the situation more convoluted. But is it possible that... No, never mind. Because he's going back in time. I was going to say maybe he had some technology to somehow get him back there. But I don't think that makes a lot of sense either. Yeah. Yeah. So, hole number one. No, no, no. It's not a hole. <laughs> there is an explanation. Be, cannot uh, I, be explained. I guarantee you, if we go look it up, I'm sure the Russos had an explanation. But I'm going to go with that he just lived uh, in the prime timeline through the the time when he wasn't really alive. So, he would almost never run into himself until way later. Mm. Okay. Yeah, right? Because he was in the ice. That's true. He, he wouldn't run into himself, but... yeah. It takes...
0: So if he were in the prime timeline... Mm -hmm. Remember in Captain America... No, I'm I'm sorry. I think Avengers. When Captain America goes back to meet Peggy as an old lady. Mm -hmm. Like that moment is not as touching as it is if he were there the whole time with her. Because it's it's a reunification of two lovers uh, separated by time. Uh But if... There was a second Steve Rogers somewhere out there secretly. Then for Peggy, it doesn't really matter that she's meeting this new young Captain America, right?
1: I'm going to take your silence to mean no. You so, so, so I don't think she could, she couldn't have. Well, for her, for her, Peggy, of course, it's not a big deal to her, but she can't tell the young Captain America because you know. Time rules.
0: Cause right, but it just (laughs) it just makes so we're saying that Captain America, Uh as righteous as he is, Uh let the world go through all this turmoil. Yes, just to hide his identity from maybe. See, that's weird. That's kind of Mm.
1: it's goes against his nature. Yeah, and his character development. So, so no, I agree. Okay, so if this was a perfect time travel movie, I'd have more issues with this. But Mm -hmm. looking from my perspective of it closing this chapter of marvel okay Mm -hmm. the point of this movie was to close this chapter and a lot of people are like oh when they went back in time couldn't they have done things much easier yeah probably but we're watching a movie if you want the movie to be over in like 10 minutes fine i guess you're right they could have done some things easier but looking through the lens of this is a movie it's like a lot of fan service okay you're closing the stories of, of 10 years of movies 21 of them right that's a impossible task. So, when I look at that scene, I think it was perfect. Does it? I'm sure the Russo's again have an explanation, but even if it is sort of not if if it is a plot hole, I'm not going to call it a plot hole because I don't think those exist in this movie, okay? But <laughs> if there is some inconsistency, I'm okay with it because uh-huh. the way that art closed for Steve Rogers was, yes, he's the most like he's the perfect superhero. That's why he's the one who's able to lift the hammer. Because he is worthy. But yeah. I think the, the this movie was him. Because we've already seen him sacrifice. He's already sacrificed. His first movie, Captain America 1, mm-hmm. he sacrificed himself without even thinking about it. He gave up everything. Okay, I liked how they ended his story with him being selfish. And I think that was... For me, I, I agreed with the choice. And I'm okay with it as a fan. And uh, yeah, I think Captain America, out of anybody else in the, in the MCU that I can think of, has earned the right to be selfish for once. Yeah, I agree. Yeah. Don't agree. Seems, argue. <laughs> no, I, no, I agree with that. Alright. I
0: agree with the sentiment of yeah. the closing the arc that way. Yeah. But I, I just Honestly, it made the characters look dumb, I think. Because they're doing all these time travel things. Like they go to they they realize they need more pin particles so they go to time go back in time they steal pin particles and then come back right if that doesn't change if you can't change the past by doing that why didn't they just go back to that same time period over and over again until they could amass all the pin particles they needed and they could have just done everything so much easier with the whole team without having to split up and without it being such high stakes right
1: sure but again, I bet you there is an explanation out there for that for that scenario why they did it that way. Mm-hmm. But for me, again, it's a it's a movie that uh, I don't think it was it's supposed to make uh, scientific logical sense. No, the 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 problem that I have mm-hmm. is
0: it goes against the rules that it set up itself because Professor Hulk makes it very clear these are the rules of time travel in our universe, uh-huh. and they. Kind of go about time travel, not really adhering to those rules or forgetting that those rules existed. What were the rules? That going back in time doesn't change the past. Yeah, I agree. It creates a new future uh-huh. for that person, uh-huh. right? New timelines. Yeah. Uh-huh. So going back to that same time period to get more pim particles would have been a very. I feel like that's the first thing that, that they should have done. Why put everything on the line, right? with the limited resources they had when they had the ability to increase those resources. Could we just say that they didn't think about it? Okay, sure. (laughs) That's what I'm saying. It makes them
1: look... Dumb? Not dumb, but a little rash. Hey, man. So (laughs) these people too, I think it makes them more real. They're not perfect people. Okay. Yeah. And plus, again, uh, for the sake of storytelling, uh, it makes sense to me. Uh
0: But you know, this group of people included, you know... Professor Hulk, Professor Banner, uh-huh. Doctor Banner, or whatever, uh-huh. who like created a monster through gamma radiation because he by an accident. <laughs> sure, but okay. he, he had like uh-huh. what seven PhDs. Yeah, no, know, no, like he's that? a smart guy. I'm not saying he's a dumb and guy. Tony yeah, Stark. Guy. Uh-huh. Tony Stark on kind of like on a whim, he figured out time travel. He wasn't even you know what I mean. Like these no, are he, and he's very even smarter. smarter. Yeah,
1: <laughs> two very very smart guys. Very yeah, smart people, and the fact that it kind of. Well, they so their mind. so they went to they went to New York City to get like three of the stones right at once. Yeah. Well, that they had to change their plan. I think that why is that? Oh, so why not go back and get like you know unlimited wishes? Yeah. Because uh, it, it was unnecessary at the time. And what if what if you go in further back in time and and uh, so if they get more pim particles and keep traveling all over the place to get it instead of just one shot. They're they're potentially creating a bunch of alternate realities, which could be very bad. Sure. Yeah. We'll move on from this. No. this <laughs> okay.
0: agree to disagree. The next next point. Yeah. That I want to bring up is yeah. remember when Nebula came back, the evil Nebula came back. Yep. And she yep. went to the machine and somehow brought Thanos' entire army through the quantum yep. machine. Yep. How did that happen?
1: So. For us, it's hard to imagine because of the the technological difficulties that Tony Stark and you know all of them went through. Mm-hmm. But uh, I heard some explanations online of where uh, Thanos and people you know in o- other worlds and stuff, their technology is way more advanced than us. So for him, once he knew what to do, he could figure it out because the technology available to him is very different and more advanced. So it wasn't as hard for him to somehow breach into where they were versus them having to go to wherever they needed to go does that make sense so his technology is much better sure so uh-huh. he had pin particles somehow no I'm sure a different version
0: of pin particles
1: maybe for him time travel or yeah uh, yeah time travel isn't as hard as it was for the Avengers well but because of,
0: we know that they did have to come through the qu- quantum realm because that's the machine that nebula used to bring them back. Yeah.
1: Yeah. Cause, well, she needed to go back to see where they were, because you know Thanos can't just. I mean, I guess it could have just randomly gone places. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, hey, still not here. <laughs> Let's go somewhere else again. You're right. Yeah. You're right. But yeah, for her, I think she. I mean, she was a spy. She was a mole. She knew she was a Trojan horse, mm. and uh, she easily could have like, uh, not maybe not easily, but she could have like been more destructive. But she waited. She she bided her time. Biden, Biden? Mm -hmm. she uh, did that and then right when it was the perfect time, when all the stones were there and and Hulk did the snap, that's when Thanos struck. And I think, yeah, they were waiting for the opportune moment to do that. Yeah, maybe. Maybe (laughs) the fact that
0: they have... These are all maybes. Sure, sure. (laughs) Uh But again, I kind of wish that they explained it a little bit. You know, I understand that uh-huh. it's a very long movie and yeah, probably a lot of stuff ended got, up in the. Yeah,
1: yeah, exactly. Dude, it's three hours. Yeah, yeah that's crazy.
0: But mm-hmm. if you're just watching the movie and without yeah. that knowledge, you would think, uh, well, yeah. they need pin particles to come back. Like or Thanos? come into the future. Yeah. Sure, sure. But not only did they not have any pin particles, uh-huh. but they brought an entire, like, mega ship mm-hmm. and an army through which seems far-fetched that they were able to do
1: that. Well, so also, like, if you look at, uh, like, the stuff that other worlds have technology-wise, I don't know. It doesn't seem too far of a stretch because if you watch, like, Guardians and... Uh, like, I think Guardians is a good example because, um, like, Quill, he is a human from, like, the 70s, right? Uh, yep. 80s? Mm-hmm. And he now travels, like, light speed all over the place, which nobody on earth has done so far right so Mm -hmm. yeah it just technology is crazy in other places so i think it's like an implicit thing Uh, should they have been more explicit i just think uh the the time constraint you don't have that much time to explain everything if you did i think it would take away from from like the narrative and like be a distraction and make the make the movie uh less appealing some things i think we have to like you, sometimes you have to trust the audience. So it's like a show, don't tell. Sometimes mm. you have to allow the audience because the audience is smarter than uh, most people give them credit for. A lot of movies that are bad, they're too explicit. So you have to let the audience sort of figure it out. And most most times they do somehow. Yeah. That's cool. Sure. <laughs> uh, another <Great>. uh, <laughs> Another
0: issue that uh, I had was, so Thor, he's thousands of years old, right? Thor, yep, and very old. It's surprising to me that he got fat. That he got fat in five years.
1: Mm,
0: Yeah. Well, why? Well, you know what? No, no, I don't have as big a issue with that. Mm -hmm. It's just it's weird that a a thousands of year old entity being Mm -hmm. would be so susceptible to human emotions. Oh, interesting. What? Because yeah, like he's. He's battled his entire life. Yeah. And I guess, yeah, he, maybe he's never really felt lost before or defeat. So guilt. It guilt. was guilt. Mm. Yeah. Yeah, maybe he's never. But that's weird, too, because he,
1: I feel like he's had plenty of chances to feel guilt. Mm, maybe, but not to this, like, this magnitude. It's It was pretty big. His decision to go one feet lower <laughs> killed half the universe.
0: Actually, no, no, it was his decision to gloat. Is really what it was. Yeah. He the wanted same thing. To, he wanted... That's why
1: he aimed a little lower. Yeah. You're yeah. right. You're right. Yeah. Uh-huh. Maybe maybe I'm
0: not as critical on that. So mm. th- those were the kind of plot issues Wait, that I had. Are we going to talk about movie? Thor? Yeah. I want
1: to talk about Thor some more.
0: Okay, I think sure.
1: so. Part of the reason. Wait, hold on. Who's, huh?
0: the, who's the host of this podcast? Uh, this is my <laughs> show. <laughs> Welcome back to my show. Okay, no, go ahead. Yeah.
1: So Thor, That's a, there's another. So I actually uh, heard some reasons why they decided to go this way. Ben Shapiro actually talked about it, this on one of his shows. Mm-hmm. And I, so I don't think, I think you shouldn't talk about the Marvel movies. Be critical about them. If you don't fit these two requirements. One, don't know a lot about film. Uh, like, stories and, like, uh, storytelling and, and constructing films and, and all that stuff, which I don't think he knows very much about. And mm-hmm. also, I don't think uh, a, a, f- who, a person who's not a fan of, like, comic books and superheroes and especially the Marvel uh, Marvel universe, I don't think they should be so blatantly critical because a, a lot of their statements are short-sighted. Anyway, Ben Shapiro was, like, like the way they handled Thor was messed up because... Like he just he disagreed with it. He thought it was pretty dumb. Mm. But I think, well, so I, I don't think this is what the Russos actually said. They said that they were trying to show Thor in a different light, but also uh, to show that people handle grief differently. And th- that's one of the ways that uh, Thor was, that's, yeah, out of all the characters, that's his way of dealing with it. And I think the weight makes sense. Yeah. Uh, but it's also uh, at the end when he like overcomes everything, uh, The reason, like, they could have magically, this is what Ben Shapiro wanted. Ben Shapiro wanted him to, like, hold up his whatever magical weapon and instantly get thin and in shape again. Yeah. But the Russo's intentionally kept him uh, big, even throughout the final, like, scene where he overcomes his stuff uh, to show that it's not, like, the outside appearance doesn't matter. Yeah. Yeah, because on the inside, Thor was totally different, but, yeah, he was still, like, you know, chubby on the outside. So uh, that's, I think, so the explanation for that part, I think it was done well uh, with all that stuff in mind. Hmm.
0: That, that's actually a pretty good segue into what I wanted to talk about next. Great. Moving past the plot issues that I had and mm-hmm. talking about kind of the social <clears throat> commentary. Sure. Um, the things that people talk about the movie that they feel the movie did not do a good job in mm-hmm. re- in regards to, making a commentary or statement about like social issues. Yeah. The first thing I want to talk about is apparently people thought that Thor was fat shaming. The fact that Thor became fat was some sort of fat, fat shaming ploy by the uh, producers or the makers of the movie.
1: (laughs) (laughs) You know, people will complain about anything and everything, Again, it makes sense because they even explain, like, where the weight came from. He was drinking a yeah, lot. Yeah. And if any person who was depressed was drinking that often, I'm uh, really, like, uh, any uh, a person who wasn't a god probably would have died. Yeah. <laughs> but, yeah, I, I think the weight is super explainable. And he was, like, just, what, playing Fortnite all the time and yeah. eating and, and drinking, uh, trying to, like, get over his emotions. I think it clearly makes – like, it makes a lot of sense to me why he would look this way. And also – uh, did people complain when he was super handsome and, and like, super in shape? That's, like, mm-hmm. the other end. That's, like, a whole different issue. But anyways, like, all of a sudden, uh, he's not the perfect man, so people were complaining about it. No, so I think the issue
0: was they were using Thor getting fat as mm-hmm. kind of, like, a comedic element. And in that way, they were fat-shaming. But I completely agree with you. I, I think that is That's crazy. Unfounded. I just, yeah, yeah,
1: it's like a man like maybe incidentally some people can feel like that and i i get it i actually see that uh, like uh see people's points but i think through through if you uh try to look at it through the perspective of the story it just it just makes sense like the character would look like that
0: yeah yeah
1: that i think is a good point mm. thanks
0: so, <laughs> another, another <laughs> one is we actually talked about this a little uh-huh. bit but People, a lot of people criticize the... Hold
1: on. it. So, the Thor We're thing too. The point was, it doesn't matter what you look uh, on the uh-huh. outside. Yeah, yeah it was, exactly. It was funny. It was funny. He was acting funny. <laughs> but at the end, the point was to say that uh, his conquering of the demons on the outside, it it doesn't matter what you look on the outside. Anyways, okay. So, it, it it's literally contradicting that, that criticism. Okay, but go ahead. No, yeah, I agree. Yeah. Um, and, Yeah, I agree. Mm. So, the, the other one was...
0: The lack of a funeral scene for Natasha. Oh, I didn't look it up. I should have looked it up. Um, there, So I, I've heard some explanations mm-hmm. about that. One of them being... I mean, so just to get a little bit of context, the death scene for Black Widow, Natasha Romanoff. Oh, yeah. Such a heart-wrenching oh, moment, yeah. right? It was oh, so yeah. sad.
1: Are and we going to talk about the, the fight scene? Are we going to talk about sure, that? Sure, do it. Huh? Yeah. You know, there is criticism like... Okay, so... I like to think of myself as a feminist. I do. I really <laughs> am a champion of women's rights. And wait, wait, which fight scene are we talking about? The th- scene between uh, uh, Black Widow and oh, okay. you know, yeah, the the mm-hmm. where she dies. Uh-huh. Uh, and a lot of people criticize that, like, oh, really? Like the only woman from the original Avengers, you kill her off. I got really upset. Like, mm. I get what you're trying to say. <laughs> yeah. But those people obviously aren't Marvel fans. They just You know, okay, so I'm going to come off a little crass Mm -hmm. maybe when I say this, but I think some people just take what other people are saying and use it as their own just so they can, like, be critical, Mm. you know? Like, I think a lot of people adopt on the ideas of other people, and I think that's just in general not a good idea. So, But that scene was perfect because, one, between them two, Hawkeye and, and, and Nat, Who's the better fighter? Who has always come out on top? Even in uh, the first Avengers, right? When he's uh, he's been brainwashed, mm-hmm. he comes. Out, uh, she beats him then, and like several times throughout the ten years, we've seen her be more capable as a physical fighter, a hand-to-hand combat person, okay. than Hawkeye. Of course, she's gonna win. Okay. Mm-hmm. Uh, secondly, her sacrifice was the perfect closing of her character arc. Why? Because what is she? She has blood. She has red in her ledger. She yeah. said that a long time ago. She's done some really, really really bad stuff and this was her chance to make up for it and also uh, forgive the red in Hawkeye's ledger and I think that moment is so perfect in so many ways and people are just coming up saying crazy things about it but it's yeah. it's the perfect way for Hawkeye to move on and go back to his family. Yeah. He's the one who has a family and, and, uh, 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 and then... Um, What's her name? Black Widow? Sorry, I just can't. Yeah, and Natasha. And yeah, Natasha, yeah. She she doing that, man, It, it's the perfect growth in her care. And for her, she was, even in the beginning of the movie, she was looking for something more. She's been sort of just there and hanging out and no one wants to do what she's doing, but she kept doing it because she felt like she had to do something. Yeah. And this was her opportunity to do the ultimate thing, to give up her life, not only to save her friend, but save the world. That, I think it's a great moment where people are saying, oh, she's a woman, she died. Uh, hashtag #feminism and i think that's really <laughs> frustrating cuz you're looking at it uh you're missing like the bigger picture i think i think hmm. i'm a feminist by the way again <laughs> <laughs> <Sure. laughs> i'm but, a, i champion women <laughs> anyway go ahead
0: but the other thing that a lot of people don't realize the funer- oh, okay yeah is that when she says i have read in my ledger yeah she's not only talking about the bad things she's done uh-huh. but the fact that uh Hawkeye actually saved her yeah saved her life yeah Haw- Hawkeye was part of shield and mm-hmm. he was sent to kill her yeah when she was a Russian yeah like, agent yeah
1: yeah doing but, bad things Yeah, yeah but he didn't and he like yeah. saved her so this oh. was
0: kind of like the ultimate oh. way of you know oh. gratitude showing gratitude to because she's always felt that way like I owe this guy mm. and mm. this was like her moment to be yeah. able to pay that back
1: exactly oh my gosh yeah. So that scene was one of the best scenes, I think. It was yeah. perfect. Oh my gosh. So then, oh. afterwards,
0: yeah. I mean, because they have this really nice funeral for, for Iron Man for Tony Stark. Yeah.
1: Everyone shows up. Yeah. Even the kid from uh, Iron Man Three. You know what's funny? Huh? Uh, they filmed that before Black Black Panther came out. So they were strangers. Yeah, they didn't know each other back then. Oh wow! Isn't that funny? Huh? Uh, what's her name? The the girl from Hi, I Met Your Mother. The uh, agent. Uh, Robin. Robin? Yeah. yeah. Oh the uh, Yeah. Agent hill. Hill yeah, yeah she was uh, she was on an interview show. We we're like, "Oh, we saw this group over there, we had no idea who they were because uh because uh, Black Panther has not come out yet." So that's uh, yeah. That's that's how long this has been in motion.
0: Huh, interesting. No, but yeah, they have this nice funeral. Yeah. Why no funeral for Natasha? Cuz they even talk about her. It's uh-huh. not like they forgot about her. The, the scene right after that is
1: uh Hawkeye and Scarlet Witch. So talking Yeah. About. yeah. So it's not that we we it's not that they so we don't care that they might have had a funeral uh, off camera, like you know, in their world. Mm-hmm. But we're just upset because she she actually didn't get like like a, a, like time in the in the movie, I guess, with an actual funeral. Yeah. For me, uh, with the simplest ex- explanation, so even without considering the the story, the of of uh, the MCU world, there's just not enough time to do all that stuff. And I get it. I get that sounds like sucky because uh, she was one of the original Avengers, and it seems like she's getting less recognition. But I think that just doesn't make sense because she was supposed to get her own movie. She might not do it, apparently. But either way, like she was supposed to get her own movie. That's how popular and that's how much credit she's been given and, and how much uh, like respect. You know, Scarlett Johansson, too, she commands the biggest paycheck. Maybe second to RDJ now, but when they're first doing it he was making or she was making way more money than anybody. She makes way more money than anybody else. So I think the simplest, easiest answer is the movie just didn't have time. Okay. Hmm. Yeah. But uh, will it be in the deleted scenes? Maybe. I don't know. But even if it isn't, so let's try to explain uh, why they wouldn't have a funeral at all for her.
0: So it's, it's the thing. The Mm. thing
1: is they made, they had a choice,
0: right? Mm -hmm. To, they had a, they made a conscious decision to show Tony Stark's funeral, but uh-huh. they also made a conscious decision okay. to Not show it. exclude it. So, Natasha's.
1: first, we have to have Tony's funeral, okay? Not because he's a man, <laughs> uh-huh. but because he's the guy who started all of this. Without him, potentially, there's no uh, MCU. Also, like, he has, you know, a daughter. Like, there's so much more emotional investment. And, like, uh, it's, it's, I think... Okay, so not to say it wouldn't be a good scene, but I think, like, you know, this scene had to happen at the end of this movie. And it's uh, part of, like, it being a movie, part of it being, uh, like, a storytelling reason. But, yeah, like, it's it's to close Tony Stark's arc. And uh, and for for so for Iron Man, we are pretty sure he's not coming back. But who knows? Maybe Black Widow has the potential to come back. Mm-hmm. Maybe that's why the funeral didn't happen on screen.
0: So you're thinking that she's not dead? She's going to be, she's alive somehow?
1: Uh, Soul for a soul? Like, you know, is she alive? Because we saw when Thanos snapped his fingers, we saw a green girl, what was her name? Gamora. Gamora. We saw her again. Maybe she's but she, but that was in time travel. Sort of, that was time travel? Yeah. Gamora came back through time travel. That was like... two. No, 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 no. I'm talking about like when uh, Thanos snapped his fingers in Infinity War. He saw Gamora again. What oh, was that? Oh, you mean like the young version? Yeah. Yeah. Maybe her soul still exists in some weird place. Maybe there's potential for her to come back. But... Uh, and also, maybe they had a funeral. We just, you know, didn't see it on the screen. Mm. I don't know. There's a lot of uh i think she so this argument that she gets less respect than the other characters i don't think that's true cuz a lot of the characters who are men don't get their own movies but and uh also don't command a paycheck as big as scarlet johansson does hmm. so i don't know i mean i i didn't i didn't really think too much of it but we had to have at least at least uh iron man's funeral to close like all of this it yeah. started with him and it ended with
0: him. So one of the explanations that I heard was mm-hmm. that Natasha... Well, Tony Stark is a big public figure. Everyone knew who he was. Everyone knew who Iron Man was. Yeah. But Black Widow was yeah. kind of a secretive spy character that yeah. most people didn't know about. Yeah. And that's, that might be why. Yeah. But I can see... I can understand from a feminist point of view
1: mm-hmm.
0: the... Because... Tony Stark, you get kind of closure with Tony Stark, Mm -hmm. but with Natasha, I'm sure some people might have felt the lack of, because it's not just the movie makers perceived disrespect for her character, Mm -hmm. but it's also
1: the team's perceived disrespect
0: for the character.
1: So again, like maybe we don't see every minute of this world's the the people who live in this world's lives, you know, maybe they had their own funeral, but that's maybe uh, that'll show up in the deleted scenes, but. I think the way her story ended, it was perfect. I don't think a funeral would have added anything to it other than, I don't know, I guess you're showing respect for the character. But uh, I think Iron Man, the way he died, if it just ended there, there wouldn't be a, a, uh, a more satisfying sense of closure. For me, the way that, that Black Widow's time, if that was the last time we see her, uh, the way her time ended... I think it was just... It was too good. There was no, nothing you could add or take away from it. Mm. I think, personally. Mm. So I think the Russos are often thinking, like, this is what we could potentially add to the movie. Does it add to it? Or does it take away? Is it necessary? And And I don't think there's anything you could have done better to close her character arc. I yeah. think it was just... It was too good. Like, it was... Yeah, it was just so good. Okay. So then, next question, kind of
0: semi-related to that. Mm-hmm. You know that big feminist scene feminist
1: empowerment yeah what did you think about that i liked it you liked it i liked it a lot you know what's funny i saw the scene and i was like really surprised mm. some people say it was inorganic and like too forced yeah it was forced and kind of uh, pushing like an agenda yeah but the russos they're like we just thought it'd be cool yeah. i think i don't think see so that's part of it the 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 the, the mishandling of situations like that it is a sign of the ins- insensitivity of, of men sometimes. I, mm-hmm. I agree, but I, th- I thought it was a great scene. I was surprised there are that many strong women in the MCU. So this is my take on it. The uh-huh. reason I
0: had an issue with that yeah. was because I feel like they were trying to make themselves seem more feminist than they actually are. Because let's just look at the facts, right? They, uh-huh. they have this big scene, and it's this whole... Oh, wow, the MCU really does care about women superheroes, right? Which, sure, there are a lot of strong women in mm-hmm. the MCU like you were talking about. Yeah. But if you look at the number of woman-led movies in the MCU, you can count it what? on one finger. <laughs> <laughs> right? It's no, okay. literally Captain Marvel is the only woman-led superhero movie in the entirety of uh-huh. the 21, 22 films that they have. Uh-huh. Right? Uh-huh. So. To me it's like wait that's not fair okay there's okay. A, okay no there's a lot of films okay no just keep going go ahead keep going because to me it's they took the easy way to appeal to the feminists you mean appease it sounds like he's trying to say they're appeasing the feminists. sure uh-huh. yes sure yeah they're trying to appease the feminist uh-huh by throwing in this nice little inorganic scene i liked it i liked sure. it a lot okay but uh-huh. but they're uh-huh. I mean, put your money where your mouth is, right? Like, if you are okay, actual okay. feminists uh-huh. and you believe in empowering women. Sure. Why Why their investment doesn't
1: really go to those woman-led So, you know what? Movies. Okay, so what, first thing, I don't think the Russos uh, were created that scene to be some sort of appeasement i'm just gonna yeah i don't think that's that's uh, i don't think they would do that just Mm -hmm. in the way that they're they consider things i think they really just thought it would be really really cool because they had a small moment like that in infinity war yeah that was really cool so that that, i don't know it was it was better that one was done much much better i agree
0: that was great that wasn't inorganic yeah uh That, that felt real to the story that wasn't really forced in there right for sure (laughs) yeah
1: but uh, this movie too they're trying to do a lot in very little time Uh like uh anyway so but uh, what's my point you know it's unfair to to lay this criticism on on mcu and the the russo's because that's how movies are movies Mm. have always been disproportionately led by men uh even though like the 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 numbers uh studies say that female-led movies make just as much if not more than male-led movies but it, it's like it's like 1 to 20 or something like that. So, wait, which, actually exactly. <laughs> which actually makes a lot of sense. Which actually makes a lot of sense. But that's not... I don't think that's 100% uh, like the Russo's fault or any person's fault. That's just how the film industry is. Uh, should we, fi- we should fix it. I think that needs to be fixed because I think, especially lately, uh, more female-led movies are coming out, even like Wonder Woman. You know,
0: no, I yeah. actually think that Captain Marvel was the response
1: to Wonder to Woman. Wonder Woman? Wonder Woman came out much earlier. Uh uh-huh. Enjoyed critical. Okay, so the only evidence we have for oh. for that assertion is that time her timeline time mm-hmm. and uh, her handling. So she didn't have a big role in in uh, Endgame. Like it felt all rushed and not good. Yeah. I think she's gonna be a big deal in uh, in Stage Four. Okay. So from Phase mo- Four. Phase Four. Whatever. Yeah. Phase Four. <laughs> moving on from that one, I think she's gonna be a big deal. But because the reason why she was mishandled, seemingly in Endgame. It's because Endgame... She filmed Endgame before uh, she filmed Captain Marvel. Yeah. So the Russo just didn't know who's this, who this character was. Yeah. They didn't really develop her well enough. Uh, well, no. Yeah. So I actually like that
0: she didn't have a big part in Endgame uh-huh. because this was... It would make sense, yeah. It was a closing of the chapter. Yeah, it for... would make sense, world. <laughs> okay. <laughs> it was a closing of the chapter for the original characters, a lot of whose stories were ended, right? Exactly. Yeah, so... If That's she what came it was. in
1: and she just took care of everything, yeah. it would have been. You know, that was a fear. Yeah. A lot of people were like uh, they last minute bring this person who can just save the world. There was a there was an article by uh, uh, John Piper's website. I can't remember. He didn't write it. I think Desire, but some, and, yeah. God? Desire and God. Desire God. Yes, uh-huh. and some like other guy wrote it. It <laughs> was one of the most infuriating articles ever. It was criticized. Oh
0: no! Yeah, is it? Yeah. Is the one we got. Yeah, it's the one. It's the one I sent <laughs> okay, you. It's uh-huh. the one
1: about how. Captain Marvel it's it's some sort of like non uh, unchristian idea of how this woman is is supposed to come and save us that didn't happen in Endgame uh-huh. so that article is just a bunch of baloney anyways <laughs> so yeah so like uh i think the way they handled Captain Marvel in Endgame was was fine it mm-hmm. was it was good it was fine it was and then she's going to be a big deal moving forward which again it goes against all these criticisms against uh, MCU yeah okay what's your hold on sorry what's your response to like all the criticism against them i don't know maybe i'm not a big big like i don't know who's normal in this group of people like is she a big uh does she normally have a big role in the avengers and the comic books i don't know Hmm. okay (laughs) (laughs) all right next (laughs) okay so the um
0: and this last one i saved it for last because i feel like it's gonna be juicy okay you and i have had some pretty heated discussions about this. Yeah. And, you know, through multiple medium, actually. We uh-huh. talked about it in person, through uh, video games, through yep. text.
1: I used to um, argue with a lot of people nowadays about this. Oh, yeah? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Wait,
0: so you know what I'm talking You know what I'm going to talk yeah.
1: about? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Genocide is wrong <laughs> in all of its forms. <laughs> no. It's okay, wrong. Okay, no. So the argument
0: is that somehow, because it's such a high-budget movie, there are a lot of people, a lot of hands, and... Because we know that the movie, everyone knew that the movie was going to do well. There were probably people trying to push their agendas using this movie, right? So th- the argument was, I thought that there, it's possible. I'm not saying that this is true. I'm saying it's possible that there are people out there who, through using Infinity War and Endgame, were trying to get people used to the idea of population control to combat, you know, climate change and limited resources and all, all the things like that. One of the reasons I say that, there's a specific line that Captain America says in Endgame. He's he's talking to Natasha, trying to get her to see kind of the brighter side of things and he says, "I saw whales in the Hudson because it's no longer super polluted or it's not as crowded anymore." Something like that. So there that was like a glimpse of a possible brighter future if there were less humans on this on this earth, right? So what do you think about that? People who say that. <laughs> I wish you could see his face right now. <laughs> <laughs> My eyes are
1: closed cuz I'm tired. Okay, okay. Um You looked kind of mad. I though. think I think you can easily find that if you're looking for it. Uh-huh. Uh but I don't think it was uh intentional. I think it was incidental, but like I don't know well, first, is this something that Thanos has done before? Is this like a story from the comic books, or is this something that Russo's was made up? I think that's an important thing to know
0: so in the comics, Thanos wants to get the ga- infinity stones, infinity mm-hmm. gems, yep to snap half the universe dead because he wants to court death, the personification of death oh, I see but it wasn't it was nothing like the whole crusader for the greater good kind of vibe was something the Russo brothers came up with, I think. So, so... And and, uh, uh just to add, I'm not just talking about this movie. In recent movies, the idea of population control actually comes up a lot. If you think about the first Kingsman movie, that's Samuel L. Jackson trying to kill a bunch of people to uh, fight climate change. If you think about uh, Ready Player One, that's a very bleak future of people living like rats because there's so many people in the world. Um, just yeah, just kind of scan around at the movies that you you'll see this theme pop up a lot. It's either we got to get rid of people so that we can survive, or we have way too many people and we're all dying. Like Avatar, Avatar. They don't ever show the Earth in that movie. I think they do in the deleted scenes, but they're. Humans are trying to colonize other planets because Earth is dead, right? So many people have ruined the Earth. Uh huh. So it's it's a it's a theme that kind of comes up a lot in movies.
1: Okay, there's a lot of lot of things to unpack. Yes, I don't know where to begin. So, uh, do I think? Do I think that? The, this was okay again i don't think this was intentional okay so so okay this is a uh, one point i want to make uh really good bad guys in movies or i guess in stories in general you want to make their goals uh make sense okay mm-hmm. and i think uh switching his goal from wanting to date some weird death girl <laughs> versus like uh, what's a good reason to get rid of half the population okay so so making uh making bad guys logical and uh, empathetic uh are are it's good it's very very good to do that that's uh, that's what good movie um storytellers want to do uh so that's that's I think the reason for the choice do I think they're intentionally trying to push these ideas and this agenda no just because uh, it goes against even like good guys always win. Okay. And I think uh, when, if you, if you look at the situation Thanos is creating, there are a lot of good side effects. There are. Yeah. I think so. I yeah. mean, I think uh, environmental, we have a lot of problems right now that we're facing that we're not acknowledging even, which I think maybe like environmental issues. I, I do think maybe they were trying to push that a little bit. But this idea that they were trying to push, Uh, killing half uh, or killing anybody for the sake of other people is a good thing I don't think that makes sense because you know we're uh, we're talking about genocide okay
0: no so I I don't think that's what they're that's kind of the extreme right yeah
1: but just getting people
0: familiar with the concept of population control and its benefits like you know in China they Uh had they had the policy one child policy for a while yeah and people just thought it was inhumane but if they can get people's heads wrapped around the benefits of it, maybe they can push something like that in America with little resistance. That's that's the kind of... Maybe that's like the agenda that
1: someone might have had. Mm, so talk about the one-child policy. Is it that... So what what happens if you have multiple children? You just pay like a tax? Uh, yeah. Yeah? You pay you a pay fine. Okay, so that's, that's extremely different from... From, like, uh, being a proponent. So, actually, I had a conversation with a friend who was like, uh, you know what Thanos should do? We should find a Thanos. And, like, basically, this was what he was saying. Uh, This is not his exact words, but we should find a Thanos and he should do his thing because I'm sick of traffic and all that stuff. (laughs) People are making those jokes all the time, Uh but you're not considering the cost of it. If that situation that Thanos produced actually happened there's a huge cost. Yes, And I think people are only looking at the benefits. Yeah, there's benefits to anything, really. But uh, I, I don't think anybody would actually be willing to pay the cost. So uh, this idea that these people are pushing these extremely controversial, negative, I don't know, it just goes against, uh, I don't know, um, uh, like who's pushing this agenda? That's, uh, if uh, yeah, I can't really think of a logical person or organization to be doing that
0: well because there is precedence for using movies as agenda pushing medium right because i remember i sent you an article there's when they filmed top gun Mm -hmm. with tom cruise they borrowed a lot of stuff from the actual military yeah and the military said okay as long as you let us do certain things to the movie's story and as a result after that the air force had a huge spike in people enlisting. Uh, I think Battlefield Los Angeles is it Battle Battle Los Angeles? I don't know. There's like it's like a alien invasion movie, but I'm pretty sure the military had a hand in that, and they were trying to get recruitment up for that as well,
1: mm-hmm.
0: and things like that. So there there are. I mean, in Nazi Germany, there was an entire department of the government that ran movies.
1: Well, so these are these are propaganda films. Yeah. So uh-huh.
0: the idea of using a mass entertainment medium to push agenda, I think has precedence.
1: So, so I think moral, uh, moral agendas make sense. Mm-hmm. I think the this one doesn't uh, doesn't make any sense. I don't think there's a lot of precedence for. I mean, but again, like you can't prove it. This is just uh, people seeing this, seeing a lot of it, and mm-hmm. then uh, t- to me, it, you have to argue. Like, make a very complicated argument. Not maybe complicated, but it's like a conspiracy. You're sort of, sort of having to develop a conspiracy to prove this point. And I don't think... Generally, I'm not, a, I'm not a big fan of conspiracies. So you're, you're saying that there's no possibility of this? Poss- possibility? No. I'm not going to say there's no possibility. Probability? No. Uh Likely? No. I think it was just good storytelling. Uh, I don't think anybody was behind the Russo saying, like, hey, this is... The story that I want, I want you guys to push. I don't think it was anything like that. I think the reason why Marvel movies were successful, it's because uh, the Russo brothers had a lot of control over like uh, the stories and and uh, it's their. I think they hit found their sweet spot because it had to be a labor of love to create something like this. And the this idea that somebody try to tie their hands down a little bit or, or like use them to, I just that it doesn't make sense to me. What if what if it was the Russo
0: brothers' agenda? What if there are hardcore environmentalists yeah. and they want to see humanity's population growth controlled? Uh, I'm not
1: sure. Because like, uh...
0: we're not talking about just killing people. We're talking about maybe limiting the amount of reproduction that can happen, which is a lot less severe than mm-hmm. genocide, right? Maybe that's an easier pill to swallow. But
1: I, is that really something that you have to convince a lot of people to do? To, to do like if somebody proposed I so. that i don't know i don't know why maybe some people but i mean it's 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 already happened in some places i'm not sure i th- i think especially imagine, nowadays imagine it would be if, possible imagine yeah. if president trump <laughs> tweeted
0: all right guys now you can only have two kids well Max.
1: so it has to be from the the majority and i think the majority right now uh, uh so like who's in who's sort of in power right now i think the Repu- republicans are arguably and republicans aren't really big on like ev- environmental issues uh i think a lot of republicans right now are pushing the idea that climate change is not real and you know that's for sure they believe that that's fine but like say, let's say uh, let's say all of a sudden uh, let's say a next president is democrat uh, Dem- uh you know a uh, democratic democrat? president yeah mm-hmm. and then um all the democrats believe oh maybe limiting uh like uh whatever a, uh, a family's you know number of children is a good idea i think it's super possible
0: i as a soon-to-be father if mm-hmm. someone told me that i could have a, i could only have a limited amount of children yeah i feel like that's a violation of my personal just choices you don't think
1: no i i think so but i don't think the government is uh uh they do that <laughs> no, so huh yeah, yeah. Yeah, but I'm just saying, I if
0: someone asked me to vote on that uh, issue, I definitely would not say, sure, take away my freedom mm, to... Mm-hmm. So, if I'm here saying thinking that, mm-hmm. I'm sure there are a lot of people thinking the same way.
1: Sure, so we shouldn't uh, let the government have control over our bodies. Interesting. <laughs> no. Uh-huh. No, so, the... Okay. <laughs> uh-huh. We can do another episode on it. Okay. That. No, but... <laughs> yeah.
0: The idea is... I don't think it's a very popular idea right now. Like, America... As a whole, I think when China
1: did the one-child policy, mm-hmm. it's not like Americans were like, "Oh yeah, we should do that here too." It wasn't mm-hmm. a popular. Well, also opinion. like you know, after they did that in China, it was like it hurt them in the long run.
0: It it didn't really work.
1: Yeah. 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 So the the idea
0: is, unless people have a reason to think of its benefits, they're not gonna say yes to that. Unless you tell me that it'll save the earth. Unless you tell me that there's some sort of benefit to me, I'm not gonna change the number of kids I have right so that that's what I'm saying it Avengers is doing they're putting into the minds of the Americans because pretty mm. much everyone in the country has seen this movie by now sure and now everyone has in their minds the concept of overpopulation is detrimental to the earth mm-hmm. reducing the number well, of humans did you
1: really need America. Marvel to tell you that I think that's a pretty obvious one no I think uh-huh.
0: for people I mean I think we're of a certain age so sure. we know this but Kids, a oh, lot of kids so uh, are watching this too. Indoctrinizing? is that what, it, what the word? Maybe, is? Uh-huh. maybe they never just thought
1: about it. Maybe there are people out there who don't really think about this. Maybe but now, now they are because they saw it. I, uh, I'm gonna keep my stance on that. It was incidental, and I don't know. Just it's still it makes no sense to me because like it's not a foreign, foreign idea of uh, you know limited resources. I think that's been around forever, and. Uh, yeah i don't know and uh from my experiences watching interviews of the russos i really don't think uh like to me the evidence is the products they created i don't think it makes a lot of sense to, uh, for me to think that somebody was pushing certain agendas through them or they were doing it i think they're just trying to make good movies uh, that they enjoyed yeah yeah so is it I- possible sure uh does it happen in other other places? Maybe, uh-huh. but uh, in this case, no. <laughs> so no, Avengers, impossible.
0: Russo brothers can do no wrong. <laughs> no, they, they clearly can't.
1: <laughs> they can't. They're about to. Their movie is about to uh, be the number one grossing movie of all time, potentially. That's crazy. No, I heard a. a- I actually heard that there, It's not gonna it's not gonna overtake it's still number 2 at least yeah, but yeah. like uh maybe it won't grow that it, okay first i think in a few, i think avatar got as high as it did and it took like months so we won't really know until we maybe there's not enough people watching movies i don't know but no cuz the projection i
0: saw was yeah. the drop from week 2 to 3 mm-hmm. was a lot higher than they anticipated so that's why they're saying oh we don't know because at first it was, it's for
1: sure going to take the number one spot. Yeah. But now people are less. Well, short. we'll see. But either way, like, uh, this, what was what, the point of this? So, like, the, that movie broke a lot of records and how fast it earned money. Yeah. Uh, Yeah. The Russos can't do, can do no wrong. Can't, they're, uh, <laughs> cannot do any cannot wrong. Cannot <laughs> do any wrong. I mean, that's a lot of negatives. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah. Yeah. So, I in, mean, in Russo, I trust sure <laughs> so yeah jim he's uh
0: god is number one russo brothers number two they uh, yeah. They're tied.
1: <laughs> <laughs> it's jim, a joke
0: jim it's by the joke. way is the youth pastor at his church don't <laughs> tell people my occupation oh my gosh
1: that's crazy anyways
0: uh thank you so much for being on today jim thanks i, I enjoyed this it? conversation it's I, we what's are shorter than i expected i'm cutting you off that's why oh i I see i have more questions i can ask but part two we can i can do part part two two, yeah but i think it's uh the amount that we covered today is good um so yeah if you guys saw Endgame and you resonated with what we said if you agree if you disagree if there are anything else that bugged you about the movie and you wanna you want us to talk about it uh send me an email at yeah i t h t wait i h t h t podcast at gmail.com that's i hope they hear this abbreviated podcast at Mm gmail.com i also have a instagram if you guys want to follow that leave comments on because i I have a post for every episode if you want to leave comments there it's just i hope they hear this um so follow me on that leave leave feedback there and yeah uh anything else you want to say jim Avengers Endgame was the perfect movie. <laughs> <laughs> That's yeah. it. Okay, so we know what Jim thinks about it. Perfect. So, yeah, um, but yeah, I, I, I do wanna wrap up by saying I think Endgame was really near perfect way of wrapping up this oh, ten, yeah. 10 year journey that we had. Yeah. And yeah, if you only see the recent Marvel movies and you're judging it, then I think you have to you can't really judge it until you go back Watch all the movies. Oh
1: yeah, and yeah, witness all that before yeah, you absolutely.
0: make a statement.
1: Yeah. yeah, you can't criticize it unless you know like the the rest of the movies and stuff. You know, yeah. I, I was w- trying to watch Aquaman the other night. Mm. I, it's not good. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, that's crazy. You know, we'll talk about that in this <laughs> yeah, different episode.
0: Uh-huh. All right, guys, uh, thank you guys so so much for listening. and uh, we'll talk to you guys next time. Yep, thank you for attending my show. <laughs> <laughs>